PMDD partners, welcome to another episode of the In Love with PMDD podcast. I am your host, Dr. Rose Alcaton, your PMDD relationship psychotraumatologist. And being that I have PMDD, I have chosen to specialize my practice in helping PMDD partners to stop the monthly breakups. Each week, I will be providing you with my signature trauma transformational tools. Now let's get into this week's episode. Today, we are going to be continuing our series and talking about the anxious PMDD partner. And I thought this was so evident because I am really in an avoidance state in my PMDD cycle. Um, I'm about two days out, so I'm on day 13. And I'm just wanting nothing to do with my PMDD partner. And in turn, I'm finding that he's sending me more messages He's being more needy. He's being more clingy. And I know these are trigger words for my PMDD partners, but that's how I'm feeling because I feel like no matter what I'm telling him, it's not really reassuring him. So I want to give you some insight on what an anxious PMDD partner looks like. And it's almost like this insatiable need for validation, for affection, for attention, And for me, I feel like because my partner gets really anxious in PMDD, like when I'm in PMDD, it makes me more avoidant because it is very overwhelming to receive that much attention, validation. And it's so hard because these are positive things that my partner is giving me. So it really feels really bad to say, hey, can you just like do less of the good things? Um, And I know so many times we're asking our partners to do more, say more. And with my PMDD partner, he has no issue with doing more. He has issues with doing less. So today we're really going to be talking about what you can do if your partner is overwhelmed because you have an anxious attachment style. And I'm really going to explain to you why you may have an anxious attachment style, because I know for my PMDD partner, he's not normally anxious. He normally has a secure attachment style, meaning if I'm doing things on my own individually, which I do a lot of times, he has no issue with, there's no insecurity. But when I get into PMDD and I get really avoidant and I get kind of more quiet, I'm not sharing my feelings as much, it causes him to get really anxious and he'll literally say, I can't do this. Like almost wanting me to share more in order for him to feel comfortable because I normally share because I have a secure attachment style when I'm not in PMDD. But when I get in PMDD, I'm spending so much time navigating my systems or my my systems. Yeah, that's what I feel like my systems, but my symptoms internally that I feel like I don't have the energy to verbalize it. And that leaves my partner wondering. He's kind of feeling very, you know, out of it. He's like, I don't know what's going on. And I just want to let you know that when you have a secure attachment style, where you're both communicating openly, when you get into that spot where one of you starts to pull back, one of you starts to lack communication, that leaves a door open for them to have an anxious attachment style. So 
when they get into that anxious attachment style, they're going to be asking more questions. They're going to be wanting more details. They're going to be wanting more validations. They're going to be asking, do you love me? Do you care about me? They're going to be wanting all of these things because they're feeling like they're not getting enough of it. They're not really secure in your PMDD relationship anymore because you have pulled back. And sometimes for me, a lot of times I have to pull back if the love bombing, which I'll talk about in another episode, is really overwhelming, which consists of really telling your partner, I love you, I love you, I love you, I care about you so much. You're constantly saying good things, but sometimes overdoing the good things while your partner is in PMDD is a trigger. And it's almost like, I remember my partner saying, how can this be upsetting to you? All I'm doing is trying to love you. All I'm doing is caring about you, checking on you. And for me, I was feeling really smothered. I'm like, listen, like I understand that all those things that you're doing are for a good intention, but it's really overwhelming me. And what he was trying to do was get some kind of validation in return. And my partner has the belief that in order to get something, you have to give something. So he's feeling like if he gives me all of this love, this affection, this attention, validation, then I'm going to give him the same in return. And that's what he really, really needs. So instead of just coming to me and asking me for more attention, more love, more validation, more words of affirmation, he's giving it to me because he's assuming that I'm going to give it to him in return, which I normally do. Like it's normally like if my partner texts me, I love you, baby. I'll text, I love you back. So if my partner knows that that's something that he needs to hear, that's something that he in turn does because he wants to receive it in return. But when he gets to a point, at one point in our my PMDD cycle where I'm towards the end, where it's where I am right now, I don't have the energy to keep matching his same love energy. Meaning if you told me you love me, you care about me, you adore me, all these things, I get it. But if it becomes obsessive, I'm just like, okay, like what is going on? Like I start to find fault with it. And then it becomes a problem because he's like, no, I'm just telling you that I love you. Like what's the problem? But having an anxious attachment style can make it really, really difficult to cope with stress and change. And when you're going through a PMDD relationship, the attachment style is always going to change. And that's where your partner can become more anxious because if you were giving them a lot of attention, a lot of affection, a lot of validation, and then you all of a sudden change that to not giving that to them, that's where they're having the issue. So you can find the problem with them because you're like, why are you acting like this? But in reality, they're really acting like that because they're trying to have you give them what you normally give them when you're not in PMDD. So people with anxious attachment styles are usually needy. They're anxious and they really have low self-esteem in times of PMDD because because you're not being so forthcoming with communication, they start to question themselves. Because I remember my PMDD partner would say, well, if you're not giving me the attention, the validation, the affection, who are you giving it to? And that's where the jealousy and the insecurities came in. And that's when, when I got into PMDD and I had the ego, I'm like, listen, I don't have time to deal with your insecurities. I don't have time to deal with you, what you have going on. Like you just need to work on your own issues. When in reality, I was the one that was triggering them having the anxious attachment style because 
When my partner is not in PMD, well, when my partner, when I am not in PMDD, my partner does not have an anxious attachment style. Meaning if I give space, if I have things to do, if I'm really busy, he's normally really fine. But when I'm in PMDD and I'm already not communicating a lot, when I go to do things, it's always a hassle. So I'm going to give you some tips and tricks that you can do in your PMDD relationship if you know that your partner gets really anxious, gets really insecure, gets jealous when you go into PMDD. Number one is you need to communicate, communicate, communicate. And this is what's so hard for me because when I get into PMDD and I start to pull back, my partner starts to ask me a lot of questions um, about my whereabouts, about what I'm doing. They're trying to get almost like a pulse check. They're feeling that I'm not emotionally connected. So they're asking me questions that would make me attach them emotionally. And I'm not really wanting to do that. So they ask more questions. And then I start to be really vague because I get really irritable by the questions. And I start to think in my mind, like, why do you care? Why are you all in my business? Why do you need to know what time I'm going to be here, what time I'm going to be there, like you normally don't care. Because that is a thing. When I'm in PMDD, my partner needs more details where when I'm not in PMDD, he kind of like lets me go with the flow of my routine. So I, it, it's very triggering for me to have to report in every single move that I'm making with my PMDD partner. Because as an avoidant attachment style, when I go into PMDD, you asking me for more information is almost validating what I'm thinking in my mind, which is we're not compatible. I shouldn't be with you. All of these things, you're smothering me. You're too clingy. You're too needy. I should be with someone else who just lets me be free. I feel like I'm suffocating in this PMDD relationship. I'm not doing anything that's good enough for you. So why should I even try. You're so clingy. You need constant reassurance. What's wrong with you? And I begin to judge my PMDD partner for his anxious attachment style because I begin to think that it's so much of a burden. Like when I when I get into PMDD, I really feel like I don't have the capacity to pour into my partner as much because I'm already suffering with my PMDD symptoms. So it's this expectation that my partner is supposed to meet his own needs while I'm a PMDD and I will do my best to meet mine. But it is an unrealistic expectation if what my partner really needs is from me. So it's not like he can meet his own needs because when your partner has an anxious attachment style, they can become obsessed or overly fixated on you. And then they can crave really deep intimacy. They want to really know that you're connected with them. So I remember I tried to do like the vague things. I tried to say like, oh, like my partner would say, I love you. And I'd be like, oh, I love you too. And it would be really vague, emotionless. And I would feel like, well, I I answered you. I responded, but it wasn't good enough because your partner, when they have an anxious attachment style, they need to feel emotionally connected. So sometimes when you're giving those really vague statements, they're like not believing you, they're questioning you, they're questioning maybe who you could be sharing your love with, maybe why you don't love them, what's wrong with them. They'll start to look at themselves as maybe they're the problem. 
And all of these things is really causing them to be more and more anxious. So when I say learn your communication skills for an anxious attached PMDD partner, you have to learn how to express your emotions in a way that is communicating with your PMDD partner. So they need to really feel what you're saying. You can't just say the bare minimum or give them the silent treatment or stonewall them because it's going to make that anxiousness come through even more. And then it's going to cause you to have even more problems. And what I really think that you should do, um, what I have done is I've had to literally give myself mantras where when I'm feeling like I'm not wanting to respond to my PMDD partner, when I go into PMDD and I'm looking at the text message and I'm like, ah, what do they want? Blah, blah, blah. I'm literally, I, I use my JBL method and I've used this with my clients so many times and it is just be loving, just be loving. You have to make it really simple for you when you go into PMDD, because if you make it into something hard, you're really not going to continue with it. And then it's going to become a problem for you to really say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. So I make all the tools that I use for my my private clients very, very simple. Um, And I know so many times when they originally come to me, they think that they're going to have all of these activities to do, exercises. And I, I really tell them, I know how I feel when I'm in PMDD and I feel like I can't take on a lot of extra things. So what I do is I make the tools that I give them very, very simple. So I'm giving you one today, which is my JBL method. When you have an anxious attachment style or anxious attached partner, PMDD partner, I want you to just JBL, just be loving. That is all they need. That is literally all they need to calm down. And you have to realize that by you giving them love, affection, attention, you're allowing them to calm their nervous system down. This is not something that they can control. And I know so many times you think that your partner is doing it on purpose. They're being malicious. You're like, why are you asking me for more attention, validation, and all of these things when I barely have that to give to myself? And you start to resent them for it. What I, w- what I want to let you know is that your partner is not being anxious on purpose. I know for sure my partner, if he could turn it off, he would. If he could turn off his anxious attachment style, because he'll literally say to me, he'll literally feel guilty about it at this point. And he's like, I know I'm being clingy. I know I'm being needy. I'm just thinking this, this, and this. And I have to give him that grace and that understanding. Like, I know, babe, I know that when I get into PMDD, I go into my own hole, as he calls it. And then it's kind of like he's left to fend for himself. And that's a very big transition to when I'm not in PMDD and I'm always very connected, very in tune with him. And he loves that and he gets comfortable with that. But then when PMDD comes, it goes away. So I want you to communicate, communicate, communicate. Give your PMDD partner who has the anxious attachment style as many details as possible. That's what really helps my partner, because then they don't make stories up in their mind. If you give them the details, they're not going to make stories up in their mind. But if you don't give them the details, you're leaving that space open for them to say things. So 
That's the first step. The next step is to understand that they're not doing it on purpose. And that's, that was a game changer for me because I used to think that my partner was maliciously being clingy and needy. And it just went into the realm of me making him the PMDD enemy, which is, you know, the catalyst for when you start to want to break up because you begin to think my partner's the enemy. So in order to feel better while I'm in PMDD, I need to get away from my partner. But when I noticed that it was an uncontrollable thing that they really just had to deal with, similar to PMDD, I had a lot more empathy and a lot more grace and and I forgave a lot of their actions. And that goes into the next step. When your partner is really anxious, don't hold them to everything that they're doing because they're desperately trying to get your love, affection, and attention. So if you're constantly judging them and holding them to everything that they're doing and throwing it back in their face, that's kind of like the equivalent of them throwing the things you do in PMDD back in their face. Like you want to make them feel okay about them being in that anxious state and just get them back to a place of being secure. Because I know when I've been deep in PMDD, I've only done this a couple of times, but I've been able to shift my partner from being anxious to secure while I'm in PMDD. And when I've done that, the relief for me has been amazing and the relief for him has been amazing. But it's just a matter of intentionally saying, listen, I know that you're triggered by me being avoidant, by me being in PMDD, by me suffering and not connecting with you as much. And now I'm in a place to, to you know, pour into you momentarily. So I want you to just, that's the next tool. I want you to think of it and it's, it's not a really big thing. So for me, I would say 20 minutes of a real conversation where I'm leaning into my partner. I'm giving them details. I did this today, as a matter of fact. I was feeling really avoidant. I didn't really want to talk to my PMDD partner. I had a lot of things going on. I was stressed and overwhelmed. But I said, you know what? I know, I know that if I don't do this, it's going to cause our relationship to have a lot of problems, which is going to cause me to have a lot of stress. So I'm going to force myself to have this conversation. And I want you to know it's not as bad as you think it is. I know when we're going into it, it's like, oh, I have to do this extra thing for them. I have to do this for them. I'm the one suffering. Why should I be the one that's giving this extra effort? What you do for your PMDD partner, you do for you. Because when you alleviate any stress, overwhelm, jealousy, insecurities from your anxious PMDD partner, you're getting it away from you as well. So it's causing you to be able to have that peace. But I'm trying to tell you, if you don't do it, if you if you allow that ego that comes in during PMDD to take over, then you're going to be the one that suffers. And I don't want that for you. So I want you to really pay attention to what your PMDD partner needs. Give it to them in the moment. When you're in PMDD, you you, you might be feeling like they don't deserve it. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. It doesn't matter whether they deserve it. Because honestly, when you're in PMDD, you may not be seeing the true character of your PMDD partner very clearly. I know that when I come out of PMDD, I see my partner for who he really is. And I feel like he deserves so much more. So I'm really, really grateful when I look back and say, okay, I forced myself to do those things while I was in PMDD because I truly believe that he deserves it. But when I was in PMDD, I didn't feel that way. 
So do the things, whether you feel like while you're on PMDD that they deserve them or not, and you will thank yourself later on. And just communicate, be very open. Even if you feel like shutting down, give them some details. The little things that you do in the way of communication, leaning in, connecting with your PMDD partner um, while you're in PMDD is really going to help when you come out of it because then you won't feel guilty. And I know if you can get rid of that PMDD guilt, that is probably something that is going to be really, really worth it for you. So to wrap this all up, if you have an anxious PMDD partner, when you go into PMDD, the first thing I want you to do is communicate. Don't hold back. Don't lean back. Don't think that they're doing it on purpose. Don't punish them because they you feel like it's so overwhelming for you. Because honestly, maybe it wouldn't be so overwhelming if you weren't in PMDD. You have to be very realistic about that. If you're treating them a certain way when you're not in PMDD, then you have to kind of match that in some way. You have to come close to that because to completely take that away, it's going to put them in a very anxiety-ridden state and it's going to cause issues with you and your PMDD relationship. So if you have a PMDD partner, I want you to communicate. I want you to lean in and not pull away, not think that they're doing it on purpose and give your PMDD partner the things that they need as best as you can. It doesn't have to look the same as it does when you're not in PMDD, but really show that effort so that when you come out of PMDD, you're not feeling guilty and you're not thinking, I should have treated them like this. I should have done this. Do it while you're in PMDD. Again, it can only take 20 minutes for me. It's an additional 20 minutes a day where I'm intentionally saying, I'm going to connect with my PMDD partner. And it really goes a long way versus saying I'm going to completely avoid them because they have needs that I don't have the energy to meet. So make sure that you're taking the time to do those things so that it helps you and your PMDD relationship. We got this. PMDD partners, it is National PMDD Awareness Month. And in lieu of this, I have officially launched In Love with PMDD TV. On this YouTube channel, you are going to be getting exclusive interviews with other PMDD partners. I'm always going to be coming on there, giving you more tools, more things for your PMDD relationships to stop the monthly breakups, but make sure you go over and subscribe to my YouTube channel, In Love with PMDD TV, so you can see more of me. That rhymes, but I'm super excited to be able to provide this for you. And then also, if you're wanting to be a guest on the podcast, In Love with PMDD, where you're listening to me right now, or if you want to be a guest on the TV show, In Love with PMDD TV on YouTube, make sure that you send me an email, rose at inlovewithpmdd.com. Let me know that you want to be a guest. Let me know that you want to share your story. Let me know that you want to share your journey. And for the month of April, I will be having other PMDD sufferers, other PMDD partners come on and collaborate with me on the podcast and then also on In Love with PMDD TV. This is about spreading awareness of PMDD. PMDD, everything that we're suffering with, everything that we're going through, I want the world to be able to see 
what it is that we go through on a month-to-month basis so that more tools can be provided. So I'm super excited. Email me, rose at inlovewithpmdd.com or you can DM me on Instagram as always where I vlog my journey daily. But I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, we got this.